Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. Well, good morning. Welcome to Soul Stirrings, uh, co-hosting today with Paul Patton. My name is Brandon Knight, William Carey University, lover of communication, and a good friend to Paul, and uh, just glad to be here. This new series we're discussing today and in the next few weeks uh, is on an interesting topic that uh, may be familiar to you as we uncover it, but uh, maybe not a conversation that you've had um, in terms of analysis. And so we're going to be discussing in the next few weeks, God talk, the religious and manipulative uses of spiritual language. And so our first question today put to Paul is, what exactly is God talk? What do we mean when we use that term? And are there any specific examples that can help us begin to notice its uses on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, um, Um, first off, the third command of the Ten Commandments found in both the Deuteronomy 6 and uh, uh, Exodus 20 uh, is do not misuse the name of the Lord your God. And this is the uh, overarching context of all of what we might attempt to say about the manipulative use of religious language or uh, unthinkingly. Uh, and not purposefully uh, uh, intending, or, or not consciously intending to manipulate, but the 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 in 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 looking through and thinking over uh, the analysis uh, that is a conversation that is a presentation. It can be perceived as manipulative, but uh, again, Yahweh tells us, "Don't misuse my name." And I think that one of the most underexplored areas where we misuse the name of the Lord is when we employ his name to manipulate, to control, to short-circuit necessary uh, uh, self-examinations, relational examinations, institutional examinations. When somebody will say, God told me, uh, what that does is, of course, is it immediately short circuits any kind of engaging adult, adult using that transactional analysis language uh, engagement. It's it's parental talk um, that uh, we have to be very careful when we em- employ it. That's what we're talking about when we talk about manipulative use of religious language. <clears throat> For an example, um, uh, when I was a student at Spring Arbor uh, College then, back in the 70s, uh, and I, in fact, just retired from there where I was a theater t- instructor, uh, theater teacher, I remembered there was a, a, a good friend of mine who broke up with uh, a, a woman uh, at the college, and he said to her, God told me to break up with you. Uh, and of course, that short-circuited any kind of honest, heartfelt, reciprocating, uh, why didn't God tell me kind of response from the, from the woman. 
he did not tell her, and I found this out later, that he was already interested in another co-ed from the college. <laughs> so it, uh, God became uh, the uh, escape route mm. where he didn't have to be honest, completely honest with her. That's an example of God talk. God told me to break up with you. Very interesting. I think if we uh, were to consider other types of argumentation that's being used even beyond religious language today, uh, oftentimes arguments that literally short circuit uh, the logic and then kind of cut out all debate or yeah, disagreement. Yeah. Uh, and maybe, maybe historically speaking, Christians are at the root of, of the problem that, that that's exactly. going out in this way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so for my, my second question, now that, now that we understand uh, just exactly what it is that we're getting at in this series do you think that there is any hope for redemption in our uses of God talk? If we are, um, even with the best of intentions, but at times uh, trying to manipulate others and using God as a, uh, as a means to an end, uh, is there any possible redemption for us in the future? Yeah. I, uh, the redemptive uh, uh, source and force would be, first off, uh, being more alert to that third command. Uh, most people uh, can't, most even Christians um, can't uh, identify the Ten Commandments, let alone identifying uh, the third, which is overarchingly should be guiding us as we have an argument or a discussion or a, a major decision before us uh, where we're trying to figure out um, what would be, uh, shall we say, in quotes, pleasing to God. So I would say, first off, knowing that command, don't misuse the name of the Lord. Am I, am I employing God's name and, uh, and his, uh, his presence and power and provision uh, to win an argument manipulatively, uh, disrespectfully, uh, uh, condescendingly. Um, that would be the first thing. The, the second thing I think would be redeeming God talk after just being aware that um, don't, you know, don't misuse the name of the Lord is the third commandment. Uh, I would also say that um, uh, being able to uh, think through the use and the common gift of God, common grace of God. By the way, when we say common grace, we mean a gift of God that's given to all humans uh, for the redemptive use of the earth uh, and redemptive use in all of our relationships. But um, uh, Martin Luther, uh, when he was being tried at uh, the, the, the Diet at, at, at Worms, at Worms um, in 1521, what was his closing statement as he was anticipating being condemned to death uh, for his, uh, um, uh, uh, his confrontation, for his protest? He said, my conscience is captive to the word of God. I will recant no, nothing, for to go against conscience is neither honest nor safe. And then he said the most famous, here I stand, I can do no other, God help me. He did not say, God told me. He referenced con conscience. So this is another way to redemptively uh, think through 
the 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 God talk issue is that let's reintroduce conscience to our uh, to our language, to our dialogue, to our uh, self-describing monologue as we're trying to th- make a decision. What is your conscience saying? And is it uh, captive, shall we say, to the word of God and to the wisdom of God's creation? Very interesting. So uh, it sounds like we'll be talking about the conscience as we as we move forward. And yeah, um, yeah. I guess... It seems as if there's been something um, done in our minds that we have to go to something beyond, yeah, uh, yeah. and and uh, apparently that route is more manipulative uh, yeah. in its in its path. And so, uh, again, just thank you, Paul. Uh, some great discussion thus far. Uh, thank you to our listeners, and uh, we leave you with this thought and hope to uh, see you next time. Thank you. <laughs>